Oh, hi, Nathan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah do you want to, um, uh, do you want to, I heard of these things called, like, podcasts where people, like, listen to other people talk about shit. I was wondering, <laughs> do you think we should start a podcast? I feel like we got lots of stuff to say, you know. Man, that, that, what, what you talking about? That's, that's like some black magic going on right there. You can hear some fancy words coming out some uh, black, black rectangular piece of glass. What, what kind of black magic you conjuring? What are you talking about magic for? I'm just saying that we're going to do a podcast into this microphone. Podcast? I, I still can't work my bloody radio in the barn. Oh, I could help you maybe if I knew what a radio was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just play our banjos. There was some good banjoing. Hey, Nathan. Hi, Brenton. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> on the subject of banjos, yes, I was wondering, mm-hmm. do you have any instruments that you wish you could play, but you don't have the, let's say, the time or the mm-hmm. co- the 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 willingness to commit to learning a new instrument? Oh. But is there just some instruments you go, I wish I could just be that guy that was playing that? I, I have a very mixed relationship with that. Like, yes, there, there, there is. There's two of them, but one of them I don't want to be that guy because like okay. one of them's the piano, but the other one's the guitar. Sing us a song, you're the piano, piano. man. I actually want to be Billy Joel. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole reason I want to do it. But no, like, I, I know I have a, I have very mixed feelings about it. Like, are there any you want to do? Like, oh yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to play the banjo. It's like one of my things. I'd, I'd, I'd love. To, um, you want to banjo it up? You want to be Banjo Patterson? I want to be Brenton, banjo. that banjoing boy. Just <laughs> <laughs> banjo. Could you imagine that? Like, you're walking the streets of Sydney, you know, you see like buskers and that kind of stuff. I don't know how people would feel if there was like a guy playing a banjo like on the side of the street. Like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's time. I feel like it's, it's, it's time <laughs> the for the time banjo is now, to come back. 2018. <laughs> Brenton, that banjoing boy. Like he's just like walking yeah. to work. You just, you know what? Probably put a spring in someone's step. Like you just walking down the street, getting ready for a big day. And have then... you seen on the banjo how banjo players now have the the? Because you know guitars, guitarists sometimes they have a pick. They have yeah. one pick that they hold with their their hand and they strum those strings. Yeah, that one pick. Guitarists, uh, banjoists have <laughs> these finger picks. They have like. I think it's like really long fingernails that they just yeah like, yeah. There's like this a set of five, and they connect them to like all their fingers, and they oh, nice. sit there plucking a banjo with these picks. Oh, damn! That's awesome, dude. That's it's, really really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get around it. So, like, my point is, if I'm walking down the street to work with my banjo, <laughs> and I'm at the same time trying to shove these picks onto my fingers, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It might not be the best look. I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, it's better than like lugging a piano down the middle of the street and or just, like, like a double bass, just like dragging it on its side, oh just God. like. <laughs> it'd be so painful, all those big instruments. But um, yeah. it would be worth it with the double bass when then you like you start like you know you know back in the day like in the in the fifties like you know you have like you have like the Johnny Cashes and you have like you know the Elvises and like you know there's no drum set you know when they're doing their like country slash rock slash music. It's just the guitar owning it. Like. But like the double bass is like oh, you know yeah, adding yeah. that percussive element as they pluck the double bass and then they do that awesome thing where they'll just spin the double bass around <laughs> like in the little interlude they'll just do the little spin and then they'll go back to plucking it and it's They're like cool, damn boy they? damn like, boy yeah they like they, they dance better with a double bass than they do with like a girl <laughs> I feel like you know how there's that stigma around bass guitarists today that like you know 
that like they're, they're the pe- people in the bands that like don't get the respect of say like the drummer or the vocalist yeah. or the lead guitarist. Well, I feel like back in the day, like the double bassist had like all the respect. They were like the when they twirled that thing, like everyone just went, "Man, that guy's the guy," or He's the, that gal's the, the gal. Like, you know, like yeah, yeah. It oh. was, anyone would do that. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'd definitely want to do that. Like you'd be cool. You'd be very cool. But like I don't know I have this trepidation with instruments because like when I go like traveling and I'm at hostels and that kind of stuff and there's like that one guy who like travels with a fucking guitar like I hate that person I hate that person <laughs> with a passion whether it's a guy or girl they just rock up with like their bloody instrument and it's cause they it's cause the most interesting thing about them they think is their instrument and that's why they travel with it and like as soon as you like take the instrument away from them they're nothing Brenton they're nothing that's, that's a fair point mm. my point to that is is the reason you hate them so much mm-hmm. is because in some respect uh, subconsciously, you actually want to be them. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're very correct on all those points. But like, no, because like I, I have a mate. I have a mate who I won't, who I won't name drop because you know I don't want to call him out. But I have a mate who's very guilty of this, and not just like traveling. Like, I he'll throw parties and like he'll. And he's a very talented musician. He can play lots of different instruments. But he's very bad with the piano. In this sense that he's a very good piano player. But, like, every time he comes over, like, you know, instead of, like, talking to, like, people that he wants to befriend or, or, or more, he'll just, he'll just like, walk into his room in these parties. There's a little keyboard. And he'll start playing along on the keyboard. And, and you know, the, the DJ music will die down. And it's like, oh, where's that tune coming from? And, and, you know, he'll play some Elton John song or something like that. And, you know, suddenly a, a group of girls will suddenly walk into his bedroom and, and, and you'll be standing around and you'll be like, where's, where's everyone going? And, and then you, you just you in. just hear this sound. Oh, hold me closer, tiny dancer. Literally, it's always and everyone's tiny dancer. like, "Ooh, oh, is it actually?" It is literally always tiny dancer. <laughs> Am I that friend? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually you. Like, like, I hate to reveal it here in this podcast, but it's so you, Brenton. I can't play the piano. No, wish you could though. Oh, I have a funny story about me playing the piano. I used to take lessons when I was quite young. Oh, yeah. It was that thing of like Brenton should learn a musical instrument, like <laughs> my friends. Piano. Let's send him <laughs> off to piano lessons. And yeah, you know, I, I always, you know, I I always acknowledge that there was benefits to learning the piano and the fact that I I learned to read sheet music. You know, I learned a lot about music theory and whatnot. I think it's more of a party trick, like you being able to do piano. True, but yeah. like you, I'm awful at it. I mean, my first exam, my first and final examination <laughs> for. I think it was the AMEB examination. Uh, I played this piece called uh, "The Racing Horse," I think it was, and it was just—it was just like a, you know, it was like a tune put together for like a a beginner to, you know, play this. And I remember they were like, "Take your time," like you know, this is an exam, so just take your time. Mm. And I was like, "I'm going to take all the time in the world." (laughs) So I literally there was no like there was no like rhythm to anything I was doing. I was just taking all my time. Oh, really? Just to make sure. Hit the right note keys. by note. What? <laughs> <This fucking laughs> and then I remember. So you. So then, like you know, they're like, mm, okay, and they write their Ooh. notes, and then they. <laughs> this kid fucking sucks. <laughs> um, and so you know, you get your you get your exam paper back like um a few months later or whatever. I remember I was sitting with my piano teacher, and they said, "Oh, so your exam results came in," and I was kind of dreading it, like on the inside, because I knew how Ooh. I'd played the the uh, the racing horse, and I said, "Oh, yeah." Can I see it? And I remember it was the funniest thing because in my notes, all in the section where I'd played the racing horse, all the examinist had written was racing horse question more 
question mark more like no, an old question mark <laughs> question mark uh, <laughs> racing horse question mark more like an old horse <laughs> wow <laughs> ellipsis <laughs> and you got a copy of that yeah like, dude it's somewhere like um in my family's and you've home you got it framed on like the kitchen wall dude like... that's the funniest thing ever like how awesome really is proud that when they saw that they're just like Oh, well, my piano teacher just, like, let me read it, and then I just quizzically <laughs> looked... child Brenton. Before. I just quizzically looked at her, and she, like, burst out laughing. Like, <laughs> Did oh. she know you were shit at the piano? Like, she, like, you know, that you weren't gripping it? Like... Oh, well, evidently, by the yeah. fact that she laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, sorry, kiddo, but you're out. Like, this is the end of your piano career. Yeah. Um, did you did you try again? Or was that, like, the final thing? Oh, I, just... I, it wasn't the deal breaker. Like, oh, I tried okay. for a few more months and stuff. And then, you know, obviously, I just wasn't really... Well, one, the reason I wasn't good was because I just didn't practice much. Oh, I okay. do some practice, but I wasn't practicing near enough to be a uh, a skilled pianist. No, a pianist. The pianist. Pianist. Yeah, no, I'd love to do that. And also, like, you know, guitar's also, like, really cool as well. I oh, remember yeah. I was in the school car park in um, primary school. I was, like, grade six or something like that. And um, I was there waiting for my um, parents to pick me up from the car park. And there was a girl, I think, from the grade above. I forget who it was. And she was there strumming a guitar. And I found it really pretty and I wanted to go talk to her. So I walked up to her and I'm like, oh, and I'm no. like, hey, that's a really cool guitar you've got. She's like, oh yeah, you know, just playing a couple chords. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. And I'm like, yeah, I find guitars really cool. She's like, oh, you play? And I panicked and I said, yes. Oh. <laughs> and, and she's like, oh, cool. And then she's like, I'd love to hear you. And I'm like, okay. I've never met this girl before in my life. And so she just passes me the guitar and I sit down and I look at it. Now I have had experience in viola. So like, I know a little bit about strings but, um, but you don't know what strings these are. I mean, you're looking at a four-string instrument to a six-string instrument. Something like, like that, yeah. It's... And I just, I just start putting... I just start uh, plucking individual strings and I just put, like, um, <laughs> like one finger on one of the strings and I just start sliding it up and just, like, go... And then I start, like, strumming the whole chord. And I make, like, fake chords with my fingers and, like, it's kind of passable. And, like, she's 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 been polite about it. She's, like, you know, being a little bit amused. And, and I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, this is off to a good start. But then her friend comes comes over and she sees me strumming the guitar and and she's like and she's like what are you playing and i'm like oh you know just a little something i put together <laughs> and she's and she and she looks at me and she looks at her friend and she's just like you don't play the guitar and i'm like yes i do and she's like no you don't and i'm like i do and Nikki, you know i'm too deep i'm too deep to pull out the lie and she's like oh yeah what are the names of the six strings and I pause, and like the girl I'm trying to impress looks at me, and she's and she gives me this look like, mm, like 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 you you better deliver. Oh wow! And I and I start, and I'm like, and I, and I knew it was like something similar to the viola strings, but with a couple extra notes. So I was like, oh, is it like A D G C E? I just like spurred out random letters, and her friend was immediately like, no, oh my gosh, you don't play the guitar, and I'm like. Nah, I think you're the one that doesn't play the guitar. <laughs> and then I, I, I literally like passed the guitar over her and I'm like, oh, I think I see my parents. Bye. And just like ran off. So I think ever since then, Brenton, I've just been scarred and never wanted to go back to the instrument. <laughs> uh. Oh man. Um, yeah, it's, it's never too late to pull out and say, I just really like you. Like I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to show you that I, I knew the guitar. I could, pl- I was a guitarist, but I'm not. I'm a violist. Oh, I should have done. I should have just learnt banjo. I should have just whipped out the banjo, and her and I could have done a nice Dude, little just, du- just dual banjo. Whip out thing. the viola and say, hey man, like, 
Mm-hmm. Strum a few chords. You got cool guys with guitars. Here's some fucking viola. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do a solo. You're like dude. Let's go. How about Vivaldi. <laughs> <laughs> just go for like twenty minutes. Just, yeah, like. just do like a five piece sonata. Just, like <laughs> just all the movements. Oh man. Oh. Well, welcome. It's, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, welcome, welcome to classic movie banter welcome episode back. number eighteen. We're finally adults. One eight. Oh, oh. We can, we can what buy, are we gonna do? We can buy booze in Australia. We can. Oh. We can gamble, we can uh, vote, oh, you know. There's nothing like, you know, gambling whilst drinking, whilst... Whilst voting, voting of you course. Know, like. That's what I did when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember your first vote? Was it a very special moment for you? Yeah, like, um, I voted on my birthday. Did you really? Yeah, I like did. Like, on the day you turned 18? Yeah, I did. That's did. very good timing. Yeah, it was That's incredible. That's amazing. What, yeah. Was it, like, a state or a federal or, like... I'm pretty sure it was a federal. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a federal. I got yeah. a proper election. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, dude. That's cool. And it was when uh, uh, Clive Palmer's party was first oh, a thing. yes. And I remember, like, I went and got a photo with, like, a cutout of Clive Palmer <laughs> because it was just hilarious. If anyone's <laughs> listening who's not from Australia, please just Google Clive Palmer. He's just, like, he's just, he's great. And, and I was in, I, I went home from school and I did it after school. And I just, um, yeah, and so, like, mum took a photo of me with this cutout of Clive Palmer, <laughs> and I'm in my school, like, blazer and stuff, and I was doing, like, I, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was doing, like, the thumbs up and, like... The, the classic pulling, thumbs up the heat. Yeah, yeah, like, and, yeah, like, yeah. pulling the face of, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic 18. But oh, here we are. Here well, we yeah, are. We're very yeah. excited to be here, because yeah. we're continuing our Burt Reynolds double bill. Yes. With our second and final Burt Reynolds film for this for the, uh, period. Yeah, for this period. <laughs> yeah. Until, you know, the foreseeable future. We'll see mm. what happens. Until then, then he can fuck off because no more Burt Reynolds films. Burt, we love you and rest in peace. Rest but, in you peace. know, we've given you two episodes back to back. We have. And I'm glad we did. I'm uh, glad we did too. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think this has been fun. Well, we've we've held the audience in suspense long yeah. enough. It's, it's not like they can read the title and suddenly work <laughs> out <laughs> what movie we're talking about. Let's uh, talk about Deliverance. Deliverance. Released in 1972. 1972. Oh. I'm very excited before we watch this movie, I'm like to Brenton, hey, what, what year did this movie come out? And then Brenton's like, oh, I think 1978. And I'm like, oh, I think 1973. And I'm like, you know what? Whoever's closer, they should like, we'll go out for drinks after this. And the fir- person who's like ro- wrong can buy the first round of drinks. And guess who won, listeners? Well, I think Nathan revealed the answer when he said he voted for 1973. Actually, but, yeah, you know, <laughs> 78, 72, they're both even numbers, you know. They're just, they're just both, like... <laughs> I watched a great interview today with... um. Have you seen those, like, wired autocomplete interviews on YouTube? They're, like... It's when, like, celebrities, like, like um, uh, go on to, like... Uh, they do these YouTube videos where they, like, interview celebrities and they hold up, like, Google search results for, like, questions they want to ask celebrities. Right. I watched one where um, Sir Paul McCartney um, did one and, like... He was, and they, and they were asking him, like, oh, what day, what year was the Beatles formed? And what year did the Wings break up? And Paul McCartney was like, I don't know, like, the 70s? Like, the 60s? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like that's your relationship to, like, dates. It's just like, I don't know, man. It was in the past. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's then. it, isn't it? Like, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. Just like, yeah, that was a thing that happened. and It was a thing that happened, and now yeah. here we are. But this is a thing happening now. Yes. As we speak. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Episode 18. In Deliverance. 2018. <gasps> yeah. If only it had been released in 78, then, you know. Oh, I'll tell you It would have been all the eights. What about but... the trifecta? <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah. Do you want to pitch me this movie, dude? I would totally love to pitch you do this it, movie. Do it, Just, like, just pitch this movie. Uh, so, two best buddies 
along with uh, two acquaintances. Two bitter enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, t- with, along with two acquaintances. So four friends, but two best friends and a couple other, you know, acquaintances from work, let's say. They're just These, small town boys in the big city. <laughs> that's oh, Kind of, actually. They're kind of like the big city boys in, in the small very small town. town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they decide to go on a fun canoeing trip mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend. Uh, in northern, in the northern Georgian wilderness, mm, in the United the States, the state, not the country. That yes, 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 that's correct. Uh, they. <laughs> uh, we want to dive into Middle East <laughs> right now. They're, they're four <laughs> middle-aged men, I should say, that are looking to escape the. They're both. Fr- they're all from Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. So they're escaping oh, that nice. city life, and they're Hot getting. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are, there are. They're going. They're going rogue, so to speak, and they're going for a <laughs> they're, nice. They're Tom Cruise in it. They're going rogue. Uh, so. They, 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 they go on their canoeing trip, and uh, what starts out as a pleasant trip down the river turns into something that none of them ever saw coming. Yeah, I was surprised when they all suddenly had an orgy. Like I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. <laughs> Given the context of what happens in this film, I feel like that that that's 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 not what happens, but. The fact that you said that, people would be like, are you referencing something from this film, Nathan? And, and, and it was, they it's said com- so I'm like waiting for the scene. They're like, and it's completely <laughs> wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, there's, uh, there's no gay sex in this scene. There is, uh, there's hillbillies. Mm. There is, uh, uh, there is musical interludes. Mm. Oh boy, are there. And there is a young John, uh, what the hell's his name? John Voight? John Voight. I went to say John Voight and I was like, well, that's not his name, but it is his name. Because <laughs> he, he looks like a totally different person. It's like, it's like in this film, he, you know, we all know John Voight today. He's an incredible actor. He but is. most of the roles I know him from, he's, a, he's an old man. Uh, yeah, I've only ever known him as an old man. Yeah, so, we're young men, Brenton. And, ooh, whoa, ooh. Well, is that how time works? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, so that was the worst pitch I'd say I've done ever, um, which what is a shame. That's a great pitch. No, no, uh, it, uh, I was happy with that. Which is something they never saw coming. I mean, what else do you say? No, do we go dude, into spoilers? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, I was hooked. No, like, yeah, they go on a canoeing trip and, you know, suddenly shit goes down. Yeah. Yeah. This is a thriller. Yeah, as well. It is a thriller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because at the start you, it takes a while for this film to Ooh, kick off. This film's got that classic build-up, you know. Yeah, yeah. But like, I know because I remember watching it. Like, because we, what am I saying? We just <laughs> Do you remember it. watching it like about an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember like because it starts off, you know, with them all, you know, getting the canoes ready and they start going down the river, and I'm and you know things are going pleasant for a while, and I'm like. Is, is is this just like Burt Reynolds and his mates just having a canoeing trip filmed? Like, I I wasn't sure what the plot was. And then something big happens, you know, like, oh, okay. And then the movie happens. But my biggest surprise was how quick this movie goes. Like, like when it got, like, Brad and I were watching it together and, like, as soon as it ended, I'm like, I thought we were only two-thirds through. Like, it goes for an hour 50, but it's so fast, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like going down river rapids. Yeah. Just... Oh, at speed! It's just quick. Just it's just so quick. Man. Oh man! Uh, so let's let's get this out of the way. Let's, yeah. As I say, let's pull this bandaid off. You just love ripping off bandaids, man. Oh, I like. love it. <laughs> oh, there goes another one. <laughs> oh no, Brenton! Not, not in my house. <laughs> um, another one to the pile. <laughs> this is all just discarded pile that we built up over oh, the episode. Gross! Right? That's disgusting. Oh. But it exists. It's right here. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh. Tell me your thoughts. Thumbs up or thumbs down or somewhere in between? I don't want to rate it just yet, but like... Okay. 
because I want to talk this thing out. Okay. But like, it's a good movie. Yes. It's a, it's yes, a, it is. It took me a while to realize that because it gets better and better the more it goes along. Yeah, I will talk about rating it later. But like, I yeah, let's start with the pros. Like, yeah, like what a what a great cast with like oh fantastic cast. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's just if you do just like stick with the four boys as they go down the river. There's a couple of extra people that they encounter along the way, hmm. um, antagonists, if you will, hmm. and um. Yeah, and, uh, you know, John Voight, like, it's so weird seeing young John Voight, isn't it? It's strange. It's like, again, it's just, you know, it it is very strange. He looks great, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because I remember, like, you and me, because you see Burt Reynolds, and he's, like, huge. Like, he's got, like, he's, like, the... He's ripped, He's, like, the Hugh Jackman of his day. Like, he's, he's, like... You could tell he worked out for and the And to film. be fair, like, he's he's in a vest the whole film, like, for most of the film. Oh, like, yeah. he's in this leather kind of vest. Uh, and so we never... We see this, like, you know, he's, like, the the man. Like, you know, he's, like, this... He's, this, like, the leader of the group. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. like, this burly guy, like, you know, he's ripped really cool, ass, calm, huge arms, you like, know. Uh, those sideburns, dude, like, okay, oh, man. Let's talk about that right now. So, last <laughs> week last week I said Burt Reynolds had the best haircut in cinema. <laughs> this week, doing a complete 180, Burt Reynolds has the worst haircut in cinema. I argue even worse than Don Cheadle's hair last week. <laughs> Nothing know, is worse than Don Cheadle's hair. <laughs> last week... I've just like got that image in my head that you found <laughs> that snapshot you found from the film. Oh, oh my just, god, I'm hilarious! Just pulling, pulling oh, flashbacks to episode seventeen. There uh, you go. Let's just oh. replay that, honestly. <laughs> but like, I don't know what they were thinking for him because like it's like he's got like a really flat haircut, like a frizzly flat haircut. Yeah, it's like a flat fro. <laughs> it is. He has like, like an afro, but it's like flat, and then he has these. Kind of almost mutton chops, but they're just not. They're so thick. Yeah. They're the thickest sideburns I've ever seen in my life. Like, they just stretch across <laughs> his entire cheek. And I'm like, what are you thinking? And I know it's 72, but I'm like, come on, buddy. Like, Ugh. and it's good because John Voight has normal hair. He's got a great mustache, by the way. Oh, yeah. Killer mustache. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Voight's got great hair. Oof. And, and the other two boys are all right. But, like, you know, it's it's John and Bert. It's their show. John and Bert, yeah. They're yeah. the two best friends I was referencing to before. Yeah, the two yeah, characters, yeah. yeah. And, like, you just and it's funny because you're looking at Burt Reynolds and he's very jacked all that kind of stuff but because John Voight's next to him it's not until later on that you realise how like how ripped John Voight is as yeah, well yeah like, for he, sure he looks really fit for this film and like you got to appreciate because like this entire film is just watching the men canoe down a river like that's, mm. the, that's the whole film that's it yep and like and you realise that they must have genuinely like worked out you know like actors these days like oh to work out for the role like you'll have like a guy yeah. like a rom-com these guys are actually canoeing down these rapids yeah this whole, this whole film and they it's incredible they didn't double, so. yeah they didn't yeah I was I was just reading up on it and none of them were insured no none, none of them had insurance and they were doing all of their own dangerous stunts mind you yeah. down this river yeah incredible because they, they, you know this is filmed in 72 so you're watching them go down these rapids and you know things go haywire in the film yes and so there is a lot of stunt work and I'm like and they're not wearing helmets as well and you're just like, holy shit! Like, it, well, I mean, it's you've a genuine risk. You've had experience river rapid, uh, on, river on, rapiding, on the river rapids. W- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been rapping down some rivers in my time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 yo Here forest. we go. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> we're going down some rapids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know from experience yeah. how dangerous that can be, and obviously the safety so precautions dangerous. you need to take. Yeah, I did. Um, I did Duke of Ed um, when I was in high school, and part of that program was like you know you go on these camping trips and one of them was a canoeing trip we went to the Nunnambar Valley which is I don't know like two hours south of, north of the New South Wales border and by car and like we go down these um, rapids and you know you go down your first one it's like oh this is a little bit bumpy you know so what's all this then 
But then, like, it suddenly escalates. And, like, seriously, you just have to switch. Like, you know how you canoe and you normally just stick to one side? You're just constantly darting between left and right. Like, it's physically exhausting. Water's splashing up into your face. You're banging into rocks. God knows where they're all coming from. You try not to tip over. And, like, and you just suddenly drop because you can't see shit in front of you. Yeah. And, like, also I was in the back seat. So, like, but, like, oh, like we would just suddenly drop, like, like a couple, like, feet and you'd be like, It'd be it'd be incredibly thrilling though, wouldn't it? Oh, oh like. it was so good. But see, I did it when I was sixteen, and I had a bad experience with it. Not because of the rapids, but because when we did it, a huge storm had oh. just like gone through the Nunnabar Valley. We almost had to cancel the trip. And so all these trees were like just like uh, resting on top of the river that had been like toppled over by the wind. Yep. And because of that, all these spiders had been dispensed into oh. the river. And I have a morbid fear of spiders, Brenton. Oh boy. And so I was in a boat with this girl called Rain. She was in, she was paddling in front. I was paddling behind. And, like, these spiders, Brenton, they could walk on water. They were Jesus spiders. And they, literally, <laughs> we would just be paddling along the river, and a spider would sprint along the top of the water, like, as huge as your palm, and you'd just see it run across the water, and you'd be like, what is this satanic-level shit? Sorry, and I'm it- just laughing at Jesus spiders. That's, like, that's the perfect name for them. Like, like oh, that's hilarious, yeah. <laughs> they, would, they would run across the water, Brenton, and they would leap into my boat, and I have a fear of spiders. And they, I don't know why. They probably want to have shelter, so they have to, like, drown. And so <laughs> they would... And, like, seriously, it was like it was like a whack-a-mole kind of game. I would lift my oar out of the river. I'd be like, Rain, you can take care of this shit. I'm going to kill the spiders. She didn't have a problem with spiders, but I did. So I just started killing them with my oar, and I'd be whacking them down like a whack-a-mole. And this works for a little bit, but on the second day of the trip, the rapids got really, really heavy. And literally as we're about to go down, like, seconds before, like, the biggest rapids you've seen... Like three spiders just in sync, all just like swarm, like like a boss level at like on a, like an arcade game. They all just like jump in the boat, and I scream like a little girl, like high pitched, embarrassingly. And I start like I pull my oar out, and I'm like, Rain, you take care of the rapids. I'm gonna kill the spiders. And she's like, Nathan, what the fuck are you doing? And we go down the rapids, and it's just Rain trying to make sure we don't capsize. She's not even steering; she's just trying to make sure we don't capsize. And we're banging into everything, and then I'm like going. Die, die, die. And I'm like going, pow, 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 whacking my oar into each spider. And spiders are dying left, right, and center. They or are. were you missing? Or Like, they, they all did, except for one, which crawled onto me, oh, and I squealed. Man. I literally, like, I was about to jump out, and then Rain's like, <laughs> don't do that, Nath. And so I grabbed the oar, and I flicked it off. I literally, like, I, like a cricket back, I just whacked it, and the spider flew and landed on one of the rocks that we happened to whiz past. And, like, we got to the bottom of the rapids, and then Rain just turns around, and she, like, she like I've never seen someone more angry in their life. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and literally, we pull over, and she goes to the teacher, and she's like, I want to swap canoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nathan. I know. What a story. But, hey, can I ask you, mm. was the scenery as beautiful as the scenery in this film? Oh, it was pretty damn close. It oh. was, it was beautiful. I mean, this, I mean, the scenery in this film, film is beautiful. The, this shot. film is easy on the eyes. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. yeah. And I think it's the- like if you were a film. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Thank you, good sir. Uh, but no, it's like the camera. I going back to the positives of this film. I feel like yeah, this film has got beautiful scenery, obviously, because it's shot on location. It's like yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. But not only that, <laughs> no, it's all c- green screen. Just <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, uh, the cinematographer is just oh, the cinematography of this film. I think is in, it's it's just insanely well shot from a storytelling mm. perspective, but also capturing that epic scale of kind of what's going on. Yeah. I mean, the and the other thing that on top of that as well, when I go back to this uh, visual storytelling, let's say from the DOP, 
like this film has just got and I know you said that like it took a while for it to like for you to realize this was an incredible film. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show I that I use the word incredible, but keep going. Oh, sorry, a great film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh a good film, I think a you said. A good film. Yeah, yeah, a good film. I wouldn't call it incredible, um, but keep going. Uh but it, I just feel like this film just has like what I meant to say was an incredible setup that like as uh, like visually the way this story is told there's like a lot of dialogue at the start mm. but it's almost not about the dialogue and it uses you know these other devices to kind of yeah. tell what's going on yeah. and reveal a lot about these characters um, before we get into the canoeing yeah. exactly like, as you said that I just realised like yeah there's a lot of dialogue at the start then like, there's basically no dialogue like, as the yeah. film kind of taters on it's a very like it's a very visual story that's right but and the dialogue at the start of the film is almost like you don't really need to listen to it. It's more mm. about what's going on physically in the scene. You know? Yeah, of course. Or audibly. And <laughs> in, 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 in using uh, other things that aren't dialogue, let's say. Yeah. We won't spoil it because no. we'll get to spoilers. And there's some great accents in the scene. Like great oh, like, yeah. rural Georgian accent. Like yeah. she. Like, yeah. Like, like oh, goddamn. Like, boy. Boy. I love the word boy, like in like a like in that accent, boy, boy. <laughs> they don't say it enough in this film. Like, I reckon. Oh, just uh, add sixty more boys, and I'm content. Yeah. Oh god, that sounded awful. Yeah, <laughs> Should I edit that out? Like, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, please. I'm so living it. I guess I'll. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll find out when this episode yeah. airs. <laughs> You'll text me like, "Fuck you, Nate." Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll message you the uh, the second the minute and the second count, and I'll just be like. WTF question mark <laughs> exclamation mark ex, uh, question mark and then a shit emoji <laughs> <laughs> oh I love it but like yes yeah, so those are some pros and like and you know and this the banjo soundtrack is quite the um, I was gonna say the music is yeah. is fantastic yeah I don't know if it's always appropriate like because you know it's it's I find it tranquil I find it like I love the banjo like it's like like man and nature it's like that kind of like I get that vibe from it I, when, yeah. when shit starts going haywire like a big thing will happen and then you're here. I'm like, is this the most appropriate thing? I think it is. Like, and I feel like I need to justify it in spoilers. Yeah. So we can we can say that the well, music's good. You feel like good. it's not it's warranted some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. But I'd argue, it is. Yeah. But we can talk about that later. Obviously. Mm. But we can agree the music's great. Yeah. Yeah, the music's yeah, yeah. great. The child acting isn't shit, which is a rarity. Like, oh, yeah. And great, like, uh, great. Let's say, um, featured extra work. Yeah, like from yeah, a lot yeah. of these actors that are, you know, um, yeah, I'd be interested to see like whether these are for me whether they are actually like locals, you mm. know, or um, obviously a lot of them wouldn't be. There's some actors that are clearly actors, but you know, just some of the the passers-by, like everyone has got such a character to them, I think, mm. um, and it's again clearly defined in those yeah. opening. I know few this minutes. is a great character study. To be honest with you, like, I feel like 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 obviously the characters change by the end of it, but I feel like it's not like. I mean, it could be character. You could argue it is character driven because, like, you know, the characters have to make some very tough decisions, and it does raise some interesting questions, like that kind of stuff. But I don't know. My my biggest con with it is that I just I didn't think the film was as interesting as I think it as as it could have been, or as in like, or as in like, I would like the story didn't grip me that much. Mm. Like, like it is like. It's so hard to talk about this without going into spoilers, but like, yeah, yeah. they have to make a very difficult decision, like early on in the film, and you see the ramifications of that decision, and that's very interesting. But like, it kind of just turns kind of into an action. You just have action scene after action scene. It's very tense. It's beautiful. It's tensely shot, and like I was holding my breath for a lot of it. Like you, I remember you must have seen you, you turned your head towards me, and you could see me like putting my hand over my mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I feel. 
I don't, did you, I didn't learn anything from the film. Like, um, I, 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 yeah, I, I disagree again. I think, um, I think there's a lot of like analogies at play in this, and I think that because uh, it starts with them saying like "fuck society" and then it's yeah. never brought up again. Oh, I like, think it is. I think that's actually brought up quite a lot. Like, and I think there's like a oh. real cycle to it, as it like you know where it begins, where the middle is, and where the end is, and um, I don't. Yeah, you said is this a character study, and on one hand, it is a character study of these, you know, certain characters. But at the same time, it's kind of... I feel like the th- the thematic elements of this could be seen as even broader, you know, mm. that aren't I think just... more like, you know, you can't win against nature, like nature always wins, or like... I don't know if it's against nature, though. Or city never belongs in the like, country. Like, yeah, I can't. feel like nature's part of it, but I feel like there's something else going on. Mm. And I feel like we have to discuss that later on, no, obviously. No, I feel, I feel like when it comes to this kind of story, I feel like No Country for Old Men told the story better. About like you know about man not belonging in the world that they are today, if if that makes any sense, kind you, of. But again, it's a loose like, parallel. I'll admit that. But it's a, but yeah, like, but it's 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 quite a yeah. You said it yourself. It's quite a loose parallel. Um, I, but I can see like where you draw it at the yeah. same time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like for me, the films that are similar to this almost. Um, and not even films, just stories. Like, I think if we're going to say something that did it better, maybe it's, um, oh, what do you call it? Lord of the Flies or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Lord of the like, Flies would have done it much better. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I feel like when the bad things happen, when they happen because of what other characters decide, I didn't understand the justification for it. Like, why are these characters behaving the way that they are? Oh, uh, like, I, I feel like, I feel, yeah, I feel like if you watch this film again, um, I, I think it's in there. I think the f- performances are strong enough that it's justified, but mm. maybe it is that it's not giving it the time or the... It's not necessarily answering all the questions succinctly mm. as to why things are justified, yeah. but I feel like the actors... The actors are, and the you know the team is obviously the director and everyone, but it's very subtle, yeah. Yeah. I'll grant you that, yeah. Um, Should we rate it then? Like, yeah, dude, I'd love to rate it. Um, for you, I I feel like it's gonna be a thumbs down, but you'd admit it's a good film, is that right? Yes, you just said what I was gonna say. Yes, <laughs> can you guess mine? Well, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, There's gonna be a difference of opinion, and you know what? The reason I'm giving it a thumbs down is because I'm doing it with our classic criteria. Yeah, of sure. Thursday night, and I'm like. No, I, I, I genuinely, I, I would say you can skip it. Like, unless you're a real big film buff, then and you like, I, I feel like Burt Reynolds was better in Boogie Nights than he was in this. Oh, like, yeah. Well, they're two completely well, different performances. Roles, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, obviously, he was given more to do in Boogie Nights. As yeah, well. exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like like all these performances are really good, but they're not like let's say they're not the Oscar winner performances. No. they're not. They're not that. They're, they're not that Beatty kind of performance that like is like is given all these, like, emotional moments to do. Mm. But they're all very solid in their respective parts yeah, exactly. that they play in this film. Yeah. And, like, when people say, oh, you got to watch Deliverance, they normally say just, like, oh, the banjo scene. And I'm like, great, go on YouTube, watch the banjo scene. It's literally the opening scene of the film. And then after you've seen that, clock off. I feel like this film is... Um, I get what you're saying. Like, I think it's similar to Boogie Nights in the sense that maybe this isn't, like, this isn't a, this isn't Black Panther. This isn't a mainstream, (laughs) like, blockbuster. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's adult. It's messy. It's got interesting subject matter and it raises some interesting questions. It takes its time. It's, it's one of those films. But at the same time, I think that, you know, a a, a bunch of people could. Would you recommend it to their mate? Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I would. In fact, 
what I was gonna say <laughs> I'll is do it now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will recommend it now. Thank you for thank you for pointing that out. Yes, I will. Um, I'll do it on an audio medium. <laughs> oh, Ooh. oh, hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome. Have you, have you heard of Deliverance? <laughs> um, I was gonna say that comparing comparing to last week though, like Boogie Nights, you know, two films that aren't. I feel like people would have an easier time getting into this film than they would into Boogie Nights, and I'd recommend like. As, as it's easy it's less niche, I'll give you that. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. Um, and I think people can find some level of enjoyment out of this. I mean, like you and I, uh, during the what during the viewing of this film, we had a bit of banter back and forth. Back and forth, everyone was watching it, and it was bringing out you know those kind of um, those memories of, or or you know that that um, that inspiration to maybe go out on a weekend and. Uh, um, and go on a canoeing trip, or you know, we talk about oh, the wilderness yeah. and the wild, Actually, and like yeah. our attachment to nature and whatnot. If you're going to go so canoeing, definitely watch this film beforehand. Oh uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to bring up that you you said that you had experience with canoeing, and probably the reason I've never like gone river rafting <laughs> proper yeah. is that I watched this film once again. Thanks, Dad. When I was uh, younger, uh, I was around. A t- I know uh, what your father was thinking. Uh, come on, like I was, I was almost There's a teenager. Some dark I was, shit that happens I was an in this almost film. a teenager, and. Uh, <laughs> I was almost there's a boy a, of 13. There's a certain scene in this film that I remember I remember watching it for the first time and being like, it's one of those moments. It's like, is what I think is happening Should we happening? just cut the spoilers right now? You can- uh, so the scene I'm talking about is the, uh, let's say the the pig scene, the pig squeal scene, oh, the, yeah. the, male, the male rape scene. I can't believe you saw that as a child. Like... Oh, it's disturbing. It's, yeah. it's very, yeah. Um, it took me a to realize it was going to be rape as well, because I thought he was just, like, teasing him because he was fat, and I'm like, oh, no, he's he's going to... He's going to... Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Which, he's uh, not putting it in, by the way, because you never see that, like... What you, oh, like no, act- he rapes him. Yeah, oh, he, okay. He, yeah. Because I, I didn't see the physical act on camera. Like, I just, no, he didn't. I, I saw him slapping his The film doesn't ass, show you like, that, but, like, he, he, he lowers his breeches. Damn, he, you know, he... That's disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. It's it's an awful and it's and that's the it's, thing like I don't know why they do it in the first place because like they get off they get out of the river and they're just like and they bump into him and they're just like oh we're a little bit lost and then the two Georgians are just like oh let's like rape then kill you like it, it's a very extreme action like for complete strangers just to suddenly do that like is this well, a regular thing that they do like do people go missing in this well, river all the time I mean like yeah yeah it's an it's an evil act it's something that's not really you can't really justify why someone would do that yeah but at the same t- um maybe it's a regular thing they seem pretty well prepared to do it yeah you know what i mean that's yeah. what's scary about it and then we find out later that those two hillbillies are out on a hunting trip it's like what are they hunting yeah you know what i mean like they've got a shotgun yeah mm. what are they doing yeah yeah you know what i mean like they're, it's- they're woody from toy story like they're <laughs> They're the bad type of hillbillies. And, and props to that scene because, uh, well, f- we, we talk, you brought up the banjo scene before, but there's two scenes from this film that everyone always brings up. Mm. That's one of them, the rape scene. Yeah, God. Um, it's, hard. it's a tough watch. It's a tough watch, yeah. but again, it's, it's as, uh, in terms of filmmaking, it's very well done. Like yeah. it's because it comes out of nowhere. That's right. You know, they're all they're going down the river. All the banjos and the, playing. It's so and jolly. That, that banjo interlude kind of ends, and then you see yeah. like through the the trees, like you see these two figures. You see Burt Reynolds like at some creek, like yeah, he's at like the back, and then, around and, like, and then and then you see these two these two guys. Yeah, and John and voice like, like, "Oh, what's up, guys?" And they're just like. We're gonna kill you, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> well, it's that moment of like they go, "Oh gosh, what are we? We're gonna have to put up with these, you know, these locals again." Like mm. because uh, the thing is, Bobby, the uh, 
the the character Bobby, he's a bit more detrimental to them at the start. Yeah. To the hillbilly, like to that those townsfolk and whatnot. Like yeah. he's a bit more detrimental. And so he actually initiates the conversation where I think John Voigt's character Eddie he's just he, like, let's fuck off. He's like, like let's Yeah. He's already like trying to leave. And then mm. like Bobby kind of enters into this thing of like, Oh yeah, what do you want? And then it just escalates. And it's it's very real. Like the, oh, yeah. like it's very real. The way real. that John Voigt was trapped to the tree and he's like struggling and then when he sees Burt Reynolds with like the arrow, Oh, it's awful. Like... And then the way like it, your reaction was perfect. It's like <laughs> holy shit, he just shot an arrow through oh, that through that guy's back. You don't expect it. Because, like, because I'm like, oh, he'll probably shoot him in the leg or something and distract him. But, yeah. like, he won't kill him. He'll just, like, put him through the leg, like, while John Voight grabs the gun. But, no, it's this full, like, like, un, like just raw shot of an arrow just going through this guy's chest. And he squeals. And he just and he just freezes, like, standing there in pain. Like, it's oh. a brutal shot. And it looks so real. And oh. I shouted. I'm like, oh! Yeah, and you're, you're like, like, oh, my on, God. Man, and then the way John Voight just, like, powerful acting. Like, the way he just rips that shotgun off, off the other... Off the other um, what what would you call him? The other character, the toothless hillbilly. He like rips that shotgun off him, and the way he like finds his feet, and as though like he's gonna like go someone. And it's mm. just like the the performances of these four gents again, like in that situation, the scenes that follow, and as they work out what they're going to do, like, and that's like the moral decision of the film. And like, they, it's, it's tough, isn't it? They, and they nail it. Yeah, they yeah. just yeah. I love how he's like, you know, what do you believe in democracy? And he's like, yeah, I'm American. Of course, I believe in democracy, America. And he's like, great, let's vote. He's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets out voted. He's like, yeah. damn it. And then he's the, he's the one to die. And you're just like, wow, this guy got fucked today. Yeah, like, uh, it's it's an awful scenario. Yeah. And and again, like it comes out of nowhere. Like this peaceful this peaceful kind of canoeing trip that kind of there's moments where like you know uh when it's the night before and burt reynolds kind of goes off into the dark and you're like oh what's going on here yeah, like you I think know it's this gonna turn to like apocalypse now like it'll suddenly exactly go i know this film's a thriller something's gonna happen at some point yeah. but you were never expecting a brutal rape scene oh god no followed i was so by, surprised followed by uh um a murder and then the questions of was that murder justified yeah you know I, I, if i was in those shoes I wouldn't have shot the guy through the chest. I probably would have shot him through the leg or something like that. Like, just put him in pain. To be fair, you've got a bow and arrow, and there's no guarantee you're going to hit him if you... if you. That's true. Like, it's, it, depends, it depends how skilled of an archer you are. If, like, I, if I was skilled enough, I would have done it. If I wasn't, then sure, I would have just shot him and just, like, yeah. hope for the best. And like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, your best friend is... Yeah, he's yeah, got... Like, like, and like, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily even justifying uh, uh, Louis, Louis, that, that character's... You know, because he does kill someone. He does, like, yeah, and like, he and he didn't know that um the the other guy got raped. So like, I mean, oh wait, it's pretty clear the guys the guys like over a log with his I undies mean, hanging around his ankles. Yeah, like, it's it. But like, <laughs> I don't know, like, like you know how they said like if we go to court, we're fucked. And like, I agree with that. So, oh like, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Like you know, you killed someone. He did. Yeah, uh, but not only that, you're going to a court um in Georgia, uh. Where so I know we as, love as the state we, of Georgia. Brent and I endorse the state of Georgia. <laughs> as uh, no, more, it's that thing of like the local community doesn't like these four gentlemen. Yeah, it's established at the start. They really mm. don't like them. And if you're gonna call a jury in or like some witnesses or well, whatever happens, it's mm. gonna they're not gonna come out of this. Um, well, let's say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're yeah. going to be like... They're like going the to jail or worth. I don't know, is in the state of Georgia at this point in time, is the death penalty? I don't think so. I think that's when it was reintroduced later. In the later. 70s? But like, oh, yeah. it might have been close to it, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, because there was there seemed to be that question going on as well. But it, it came down to the thing of like, of 
you know, am I justifying killing, like, a rapist? Uh, Who's pointing a gun at my best friend. That's who, right. Yeah. Um, I'd say yes. If I was the... If I, was, I don't know if I would have, like, wanted to kill him. I would have tried to maim him. But, but like, then what makes you judge, jury, and executioner? And I feel like that's the question the film asks. Yeah. yeah. Would you have done the same thing? Or, like... I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like at that point it's adrenaline and instinct. Mm. And I feel like I, you know, emotionally, like, if I put myself in that scenario, I'd do something. You would do something, yeah. You wouldn't. I would you do would, something. You would, you would fight I would, rather than fight. I wouldn't like. be. A, I wouldn't be a bystander. But what? Whether I, one, I don't know. If it's me in the scenario, I wouldn't have a bow and arrow for starters. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like That's it's a very nice bow and arrow, by the yeah, way. Like it's true. Like very good hunting equipment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But. But again, like we're discussing this, and I think that that's you know, uh, again, I, I think this film, even though it's got a simple premise, let's say, it's still it's still got a broader kind of spectrum of themes and because they what's commit the crime and they get away with it. So like, true, yeah. So like, it, it, yeah, it, it's see, that's I would classify this more as a crime drama than a thriller because like it yeah. is it is throwing a point, but like at the heart of it is a philosophical crime question. So I like, mean, yeah, and then but on, and, and there's like this emotional question as well because straight after you know there's there's this I think his name's Dewey the the the, the one the who guy, dies the one who dies yeah. yeah and he dies from my point of view like this and is mine like, too yeah, yeah is we, that we talked about this well no no it's it is it's finalized because there's no bullet wound on no him when there they isn't find like him. he jumps he, he just he commits like yeah. he 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 it's too much for him to handle the and, guilt's he, like and he fall head. and he and he willingly just falls into the face first into the rapids yeah and kills him and when we find him god his body's messed he's up like, when you see his arm just like wrapped around his neck he's like oh like but that's you a, know what and is then, that a mannequin that's a damn good mannequin if it is like, when they kind of give him the boromir send off and they 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 well, I mean, they wrap stones around him and yeah. throw him into the river. That's the reason you really love this film. He's just like, yes, <laughs> more Lord of the Rings. It's Boromir. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Boromir at all. But, no, uh, he's not. It'd yeah. be great. But, I mean, like, he's not the one that got an arrow in the chest. Let's just no. say that. Um, but, yeah, but, like, but, but in that moment, John uh, Eddie says, you know, he was the best of us. And it's almost that, that question of he was the best of us because, like, you know, he couldn't really live with, like, that being a part of that. And not only that, like... And this film explores this at the end, too, at the very end, when we go back to Eddie's life of, you know, I think that it's probably better to live and try and learn and try and, you know, rehabilitate yourself or whatever from that yeah. awful scenario. Which is which hard, because you, see, lot- you see John Voight having those That's right. And you're which- like, he's going to be... That's like the final scene, but- and you're like... He's gonna be having those for the rest of his life. And, like- uh, but, but unless he he kind of mans up and admits to himself of you know what he what he did the part he played because there's this there's this thing going on with those those other three characters where there's excuses brought up for themselves of like oh he was shot he was shot yeah, so yeah, we got to yeah. go kill that that guy that murdered our friend in cold blood yeah, yeah. and shot him you know and and so it's like a justification for like this it's like this paranoia that's going on at the same time as well that is all and it all stems from that original choice yeah mm. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're fucked with that original choice, but it's such a difficult thing. And like, yeah, but it's but you know what? It's it the movie just picks up its pace as soon like as soon as that happens, like because it, it feels like forever before that um initial fight happens. Because after it, it, it's so tense because like they do go, go through the rapids and yeah. then um oh and when um Burt Reynolds oh, gets the, his leg the, cut the compound his, fracture yeah oh, yeah I, yeah I was disgusted when I saw that like that's damn good Awful, makeup because yeah. like and, it's gross and it's basically him out of the film. Like he doesn't. Yeah. He has. He has that scene and at the end with John Voight where he like gives him the wink and yeah, like the reason he tells wink, his he's story. Like, he gives a little twinkle in his but eye. You know, like, he's basically going to lose his leg. 
you know, yeah. how does that guy move on? The the he just I'm, becomes like a little peg leg. He's just like, but you know what I mean? Like that's a character that's like his whole identity is around that he is against this kind of society, derivative society kind yeah. of, and he and he wants to go back to like this kind of primitive like well, oh yeah well it's Wait. almost like he's the he's wants to live the ideals of like the old west of america you know? i was like i was laughing at that moment because like the scene i found the scene so funny because like the way it's it, it happens in the movie is that he's hunting with the bow and he shoots a fish and you watch him like like shoot the fish with the bow and arrow and he yeah. picks up the fish and he's very like impressed that he's killed this one little fish and as soon as he does it he goes on this like one minute like rant about like oh we should men should be you know back in like the forest and we should all be fending for ourselves and i'm like Buddy, you just killed one little fish with a bow and arrow. I don't think you're going to go back to caveman status just yet. Like, there's a <laughs> lot more to it. Like, and he's like all walking around. I think like he thinks he's better than he is. Like, oh, all... true, true. I think, like, and on, I think mate. it's I think it's a result of the scenario. Is he's with he's with two two other novices, let's say, and he's the master. Yeah, I think just by he comparison, he sees himself like, as yeah. the master. Yeah, I'll but be leading like, this tribe, boys. Like, <laughs> but the but the one who ends up becoming, I guess, the master of the situation is John Voight's character. Yeah, and God, like when John Voight's like scaling up that wall when he starts rock climbing, I was yeah. like, damn, like he is. But what a so po- skilled. But what a pointless like endeavor. Like, and that's and the film kind of brings yeah, well, that up. Yeah, because like they don't see anyone at the top of the rocks. So I'm like, well, oh well, like, they there go is off, someone there. They like, go off that. Um, what what's did his he name? do? It actually, Burt Reynolds is is convinced that he saw someone up there. Oh, okay. He, he's and that's why you know they go get up there, get up there, and it's all from this like shock and emotional state that everyone's in. The fact that like you know they've lost their canoes, they've lost everything, and so like yeah, he, you literally watch a canoe get split in half, and you're like. Well, there goes another one. <sighs> you wonder how many takes it took to do that. Like, they just have all these canoes on the side. Like, dude, it would have been a, it would have been an incredible day to be on set and just yeah. watch. Like most of these days, again, like would be uh, like Predator. You know, like how in Predator, you just yeah, didn't have they shoot it. It was like the same it, kind yeah. of thing. And I always find with these uh these classic movies we do that mm. I, with I'm always I'm always just like I wish I was on that set. You know, yeah. but then I watch like Revenge of the Sith, let's say, and I see the green screen room, and that, like, you know, so and George boring. sitting there in his chair, and you're just like, yeah, I could have done without that, like you know. But like I look at these old, like you know, you look at the locations that they're on. And, yeah. Oh, that's all. That's all they really made movies back then. And by the way, they still do that. They're oh still no, like, they do. Yeah. yeah, I watch. Um, I watch a lot of uh shows and stuff that I see, like you know, when they go on location. Oh, yeah. TV's places. great at it. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You watch like yeah. Fargo or like like well, even like, you know, like even movies like The Revenant. How like you yeah, know, exactly. They did all those location shoots. Exactly. That's a or, great example. Um, the Hateful yeah. Eight. How they all went. Yes. Um, I think it's Wyoming or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like they still do it. It's just unfortunate that like the the, the films that get the most attention these days, sadly, are so manufactured. It sounds like me ranting against blockbusters, but I don't. I love blockbusters. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But exactly. like, I, it is a shame that you don't get that kind of like, I don't know that oomph that you get from seeing like those real location shoots where you That's just sit there as an audience it? member going like, yeah, how the hell do they do it? I mean, like, I think like um in saying that, there's there's some blockbusters. Let's say like uh, I haven't seen the whole of Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, okay. But I appreciate, and I don't know where it was shot, like the on-location stuff of Queens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But that, that that feels like Queens when you watch that. Oh, film. yeah. And like it, it feel, like it is a real place. It's they a location they shot in memory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if like it feels like it looks like at the location of Queens, and then that's that again mixing that like you know that that CGI and green screen and whatnot. But with but the, those core moments, I mean, that like that build that character are there, and like you appreciate that. Whereas yeah. when you watch, and I'm, I brought up Spider-Man: Homecoming because when I compare it to the Amazing Spider-Man Two, let's say with mm. Andrew Garfield and whatnot, and you watch him swinging down, um, oh, 
Manhattan. Like I've seen better PS4 graphics. Like. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, and it's yeah. awful, and you're just like, oh, what is this video game? It's yeah. true. Like, yeah, that's yeah. my exact thoughts. Like, yeah, yeah, there is there is a movie magic to yeah. like seeing how these old films were made. So, like, I know that's why I think it's got a better shine on it. I still, I still give it. I still stand by my thumbs down. Oh, of course, like, yeah. Because like, it is a it is a beautifully crafted film. I don't know what they could have done to improve it. No, I just it, just the story. I don't. It just yeah. This is my thing with it. I think uh, I couldn't think. of... I was similar to you. I couldn't think of a way to improve it. Yeah, I was. You like, know. There's nothing I could say. Oh, if they'd done this or if they'd done that, I think just like just like I said. So my biggest thing was like when um you know the movie ends with John Voight having like you know a nightmare and that kind of stuff. I thought we were only like two thirds through the film. Yeah, I thought there was a third act coming, and maybe like if. Like, you know what I would have loved to have happened? If John Voight just can't live with it and he's paranoid that someone's going to find the body and so he goes back to the river to try and find the body so he can dig it up and take care of it and then there's a huge shootout or something like that. I know, I would have loved to see a third act of, like, that kind of vein. I really don't think it needs it. I, mm. I, yeah, well, I, it doesn't have it, so obviously. Yeah, I, 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 really, I really think that where, where we leave those characters and whatnot, I feel like I think that's the best possible ending. Because then it, it leaves that question unanswered. Does he go back? Does he, you know, stand up? Does he contact um, Bobby and, and Lewis and, like, reconcile for what happened? And, like, how does how do you move on? How do you live with that? Um, and how do you, like, have, like, that family lifestyle and whatnot when you know you're capable of, like, these, these awful kind of primal instincts? Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the, in this film that, like, there's, I kind of... There's just a lot of questions. There's a lot of stuff going on, yeah. There's, so many questions. One might say it's complicated, but it wouldn't be me. No, it wouldn't, no, 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 it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be at all. Goodness, what's a coy phrase? Oh, the shirts are being printed. Everyone, uh, statue. <laughs> <laughs> You're really pushing the shirt. I love it. Uh, so, um, is there anything else? Like, um, I. There's, I not, just, there's not too much we to mentioned, talk about. We mentioned like, the banjo stuff at the start. But oh I, yeah, I, I, that kid's weird, isn't it? Like, why, I don't know why he's just like so like. Like he won't talk to him, but he'll still like do a banjo duel with the other guy. I think guy. it's I think it's meant to be that he is uh, mentally disadvantaged. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I really wish the scene just kept on escalating. Like suddenly, like you know, the banjo <laughs> just gets like crazier and crazier. And then suddenly, like more of them just suddenly walk out and like, yeah, yeah. like and suddenly his friends start picking up banjos. And now suddenly, there's like ten of them. Like he just he just pulls out some gasoline and lights his banjo on fire <laughs> and starts like this. Is the, he turns into the guy from Mad Max Fury Road. Like he yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. like the speakers just come yeah. On. This is the prequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is before the whole thing. Yeah, um, like, yeah, and it's a great scene. I oh, wish, it's yeah, it's such a good scene. And I often it's funny that you brought up the YouTube theme. I often go back and just watch that scene. Because yeah. it's just, and it I feel like it's a great way of opening film. It's the best, like it's the best um, setup yeah. in the sense that, like, oh, but I, I didn't think it didn't tell me what the story was about. I thought oh, it was like I a do. random. I scene. think I think there's a very clear reason that the the filmmakers have chosen to put that scene at the start with that musical interlude that they both play and it builds and it becomes chaotic and whatnot, mm. and then the same interlude plays throughout the whole it's film. Like a metaphor for the film, exactly. It, it yeah. builds up and gets chaotic. But it's but my point is is that like when you watch that at the start, it's just a great scene. Mm. And it is a great scene, like yeah, yeah. that's what, that's right. But on its own, it, like, yeah. on its own. Yeah. I, was like, I was so curious as to why they're all there. And I'm like, are they they're refueling and they're all having chats? And, and I'm there's like, and there's this like odd dissonance between the fact between the locals and these outsiders that have come in, like. And on top of that, like even between the four characters, there's no real synergy in the sense that, like, yeah, there's two best friends, but even they, like, John Voight's questioning Lewis and being like, "Why are you driving this car like a fucking moron? Yeah. Why are you being so outlandish and whatnot?" And and then. Uh, his question back to John Voight is, well, why do you come? 
Like, why do you want? Why are you here? Why are you? <laughs> why are you here? Huh? Yeah, huh? exactly. What are you talking about? And then, huh? like the, the two other guys, here? it's uh, like John Voight's just brought them in on it. Like, you know, let's have a fun weekend, and they're they're totally out of their depth. Mm. You know, it's so funny. If, like throughout it, like like John Voight's trying to keep up the morale of the group. Like, like all these murders have just happened, and he's like, "Oh, but how much fun is the fishing, guys?" But, like, but this <laughs> is what I mean. Like, I mean, like it's not even like there's two couples. It's not even like Lewis and Ed and Bobby and I'm gonna call him Dewey. I, I don't even know. If, I think that's his name. I have no uh, clue. But the it's not even there are. a couple either because like like even like I love that moment like when the banjo's playing and stuff and Bobby kind of trying to comes tries to become a part of it. And he starts clapping along to it. But he's like one of those people that just is not musically in tune with anything. No. And he can't clap in time. And I love that. And I love that he like laughs at this like hillbilly that's dancing behind mm. him to this song. And then he goes, well, I'll clap my hands. And he can't even clap him in time. And then this, <laughs> this hillbilly that he's like, oh, yeah, is like dancing, you know, and has this relationship with music. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe that's me delving into it too much. I feel like this is just you wanting to be a banjo player. I think, <laughs> I think this is where the real I feel like that was the perfect the perfect like intro to to this episode because yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I I don't know, but I feel like we, we, I, we go out for beers after this and you're just like you whip out a banjo like in the middle of a pub. I, no, like, no, I just start crying that I've never like taken banjo lessons <laughs> and I'm like Nathan, I need to turn my life around. <laughs> like, Pull yourself together, man. And I give you a big slap like <laughs> you will yeah. be a banjo player. You never see, you never hear banjo. I want banjos to make a comeback, like in pop music. Dude, Just it's like, coming. Bring it's, it back. It's coming back. It will. I want oh, to learn. It's like Passenger that always has a banjo in their, in their music. There is a, there is a alternative band. Potentially. That is uh, way too is it much. Passenger or is it, um, I don't know. Yeah. I know, but I don't we'll know. Look at Shazam. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another place, another time. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler section. Is there anything else we, you want no, to discuss? Or? No, no. No, I've, I've said no. everything I've needed yeah. to say. Um, so, hey, should we look at this film's poster? Let's look at it. All right, I'm gonna. All right, let's let's have a look. So, Deliverance. I think this has got a damn, uh, very 1970s <gasps> because. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, with like the two little character cutouts down the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and John. It's um, yeah, it's very 1970s because you got that white border going around it and yeah. all that, and that actual artwork. It's not a. It's not a photo. Isn't it beautiful? Like that gun oh. coming out of the water. Like it looks like it what looks beautifully painted. What a poster, dude! Oh, oh what man. a poster! Right on. I would happily have that hang in my bedroom. Like, Same. That is gorgeous. Same. That's a very beautiful poster. Oh, I just like. I know, what, what does that tagline say again at the top? It's like, um, what did happen? Uh, what did happen? What did happen on the Kahula? What? Sorry, I can't pronounce this. Kahulawazi River. Question mark. And what did happen? See, that's a good premise. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And that should have been my the, pitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. What's the, what's, those, what's the faces they're pulling? Who is that John Boyd and Burt Reynolds? I feel like they're just like... They look like they're about yeah. to kiss. Like, Well, it's the thing of like... It's like they're almost like headshots, you know, like from this film. Of like, <laughs> they literally just, just get the headshots They were, they the were like on set and they were just like, let's just keep taking photos of these guys. And they're like, yeah, they're, the, they're like the model pics that we, we're going to put in all the magazines and whatnot. And we're literally just going to put them in the bottom corner of this poster because John Voight and Burt Reynolds are in this movie and we want to sell tickets. You know, like <laughs> we just want um, to get very beautiful men. But so, um, no, I I love it. Great I thought, poster. I thought yeah. that's gorgeous. Like it almost makes me want at the end when that hand kind of comes out in his dream to be holding yeah. that shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it turns into a zombie movie for the third act. That's what I wanted, Brenton. That's what I really wanted from. That's this what you <laughs> <laughs> deliverance. 
deliver. Well, what would you call it? Deliverance. Yeah. So title title talk. talk. Let's go. Shit name. Really? really, I think it's a great name. Really? Yeah. What is what is deliverance? Like, deliverance. Why they are you know they deliver what? Well, I I think it's I think it's a great title. Um. They they go on a journey. They go on a journey from the top of the river to the bottom of the river. Yes. They're delivering themselves from the top to the bottom. Correct. Yes. Uh, so there's literally a deliverance happening. Okay, but also, no, but no, also, bull, no, but bullshit. also, not only that, there are certain because we're still in spoilers. We can still yeah, discuss are, spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are characters that pass, that you know, that are buried, that are delivered from one one side to the no. next. Mate, there's there's so many parallels that you can like draw with deliverance. No, I come on. I call they, bullshit they, they, they so go on like on a this. serious like journey of like personal self discovery and almost like they are. But what does deliverance even mean? Deliverance, like, like I don't know. Do you want me to look up the definition can, of can deliverance? We, yeah, well, I feel like let's this, go. This let's calls go Bible it. on this shit. Let's like let's put up the actual definition. Deliverance definition. What do we got? Deliverance. Here we go, dude. Okay. Here we go. Right. This fucking sums it up. Noun. The action of being rescued or set free. But they weren't rescued or set free. Like, they, they had to paddle to the end of the river. Set free? It's like the whole thing's about, like, uh, releasing those primal instincts and, like, you know, that's what they go on this trip to do. And they get to fucked free themselves. Like. Yeah. I think it's a great title, dude. I feel like there's like what else would you call this film? Banjo River. No. <laughs> no. No. Yes. No. No. I'd call it um. But it was hunting be- season. I call it the Deer Hunter. <laughs> call it. Uh, <laughs> just replace the. Forget the actual film, the Deer Hunter. Just get John Voight hunting a deer. That was a weird way, scene, wasn't it? <laughs> just, but it was it was set up, I think, for that last yeah, scene where he, he finally. Good tension in that scene when he actually Dude, like, shoots the guy. Because it's like shot for shot, I'm pretty sure the same as the deer scene. Like in terms yeah. of like the uh, They just green screen it and put him in a new background. Well like. that's the thing, is that it's like they're like they're in the same locations, the the hunter and the prey are in the same spots and whatnot. Mm. Um Oh, what a great moment too that I I'd forgotten about when he walks over with the shotgun and and, and John Voigt's got the arrow in the side, you know, because he's fallen over and that other arrow's gone in his side. And then he 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 points the uh, the double barrel shotgun on him like it's it's almost like he's about to pull the trigger and then he just fall he does the same fall that the guy does yeah, yeah, when he yeah, yeah. gets killed by the arrow before and it reveals just the arrow through the throat. Damn, it's awesome, isn't Damn, it? Damn, it's great. What a great yeah. reveal. Yeah, great thing. See, maybe maybe that's the, what the film should have been called. Just like John Voight fires arrows or an arrow in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> arrows in throats. <laughs> Oh, it hap- are you kidding me? If uh, you would easily watch a film called Arrows and Throats, sure, over Deliverance, like yeah, uh, it's I just th- that I wanky. Think- like when I hate when the theme is the title, you know what I mean? It's like, what else are you gonna call it? I feel like it's a great Don't title. Go to Georgia. Like- <laughs> I feel like, and maybe it's because of the, the the I guess the fame of the film of like there's no other title that you could possibly give it. I don't know. But I'd be, I'd maybe I'd say like murder on the whatever the river's called, like like murder on the. <laughs> it's like murder on the Orient Express, yeah. but it's like yeah. but the just deliverance. Johnny Depp rocks up with his mustache. Like the, the train just happens to stop on the side of the river. <laughs> like Judy Dench just walks out. She's like, ooh, what's this? Kenneth Branagh's just there, just like ooh, French accent. <laughs> Boy Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, There's been a murder on the river. <laughs> John Voight's like, the fuck. <laughs> but Reynolds just like shoots an arrow at him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just shoots Daisy Ridley through the chest. He's like, ah. Oh, is your lightsaber now, Ray? Like, <laughs> uh. 
yeah, you're a Mary Sue, aren't you? Just shot you. Ha ha, gotcha. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, bless. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, great poster. Yeah. I think it's a great title. We disagree. We, it's okay. It's okay. We're allowed to disagree. Are we? No, Are we? <laughs> no damn it. <laughs> um, uh, so so yeah, yeah. should we get to hear what the, what the people? I think it's time we give power to the people. Let's just pass it over to let's them. Let's go, dude. Let's so see let's, what they're saying. Let's start with the tomato meter. Oh, yeah. Well, or as, well, as we call it in Australia, the tomato meter. The tom- oh, I just call it that red bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, I say tomato meter because... More often than not, I hear Americans say the tomato meter. Yeah. But I'm, I'm when the I'm ketchup meter. <laughs> when I'm listening to like you know other podcasts or movie shows that you know they're always like, let's check the tomato meter. It's like no, in Australia we call it the tomato meter. All right. In Australia we call it Margaret and Dave. Tomato, tomato, same difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on the tomato meter, the critics have given it a rating of ninety three percent. Oh, good job. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good job, eh? <laughs> Says Nathan, like with like like <laughs> the coldest, uh, the coldest eyes that you could be giving. Like, good job, good job. <laughs> I gave you like the most like most cynical look I think I've ever given anyone as I said that. <laughs> um, but the audience, the people have given it a saying? rating of eighty-two percent. Yep, it's, uh, you know, it's a good film. It's a good film. I just wouldn't recommend it. Let Let's get into it. What are they saying, Andy P? Mm-hmm. One star. Ooh. Boring. Banjo. Boring. 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 Rape. Boring. Boring. Abrupt. Uncomfortable ending. Really not sure what all the hype is about. There was nothing good about this movie despite the great cast and interesting premise. I mean, his summation's not inaccurate. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, come on. But you said no, it yourself. It this boring. film has got great pacing. I thought that, you know what? There was an excellent tension yeah. in this film. Like, maybe for the first third yeah it was boring as hell but after that i'm like nah i'm on board interest yeah one star i think it deserves at least three maybe two and a half oh at God, the lowest if you're gonna ratings man you can't hold me to the system master j master j five five stars five stars he gives shit. great movie that's how it's spelled okay. great movie made me want to be a kayak guy <laughs> I mean, this is a film that would turn you off the river. Oh, no, oh, no, that's what he's saying. This is what he's saying. He doesn't want to be a canoe guy anymore. He, he's, he's changed. He wants to be nah. a kayak guy now. Fair enough, dude. Like, what if there's like a deep division between canoers and kayakers? Like they both hate each other as groups. I feel like yeah. Like, I feel between like surfers and boogie boarders, they're like, almost like warring cults. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith H. Brown from Eye for the Film. This is the most shocking and disturbing mainstream American horror film of the 1970s. 4.5 out of 5. I think The Shining is the most shocking horror film uh, in the I agree, 70s. I agree. But Shining wasn't that well received from memory. No, it wasn't. That's right. Yeah. It wasn't until much later which is a, Which is, I think, uh, the same with a lot of um, Kubrick films. Do you reckon that happens today with movies released now? Like, you reckon there's a movie that came out that was people saying Well, I'm shit trying to think of then... really shit movies. Yeah. But there's like, nothing... You reckon, like, later on, like, like, I know, like, something like Batman v Superman will be, like, held by critics or, like... No. no. Well, I think we've seen that. Like, it's been probably, what, two decades now since that came out? Batman v Superman. Yeah, surely. It's, it's late nineties ago. Batman. Oh, v sorry, sorry. I'm thinking Batman and Robin, dude. Oh, sorry, okay. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, what have you? Yeah, been yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm thinking about Batman, film, Batman like, v Superman, dude. The bath scene just does it for me. It's just the it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's so funny. <laughs> Where Superman just fully clothed, just jumps in the bath. And oh yeah, so you got Amy Adams as uh, Lois Lane, just like in the bath, dealing with some PTSD from her experience in Afghanistan. That's I'm pretty right. Sure. Yeah, when like Jimmy um gets shot. Like, yeah, yeah, and then like she just 
comes back, I guess, to Metropolis and she's in the bath. And then they come in, there's something on the TV or something and there's mm. like a wordless kind of exchange or there's a few words spoken. And then to cheer her up, you know, what else to do but fucking jump in this random bath that's sitting in the middle of this room. Yeah. It's not like, you know, most baths are against the wall. Like, they're not the centerpiece of, like, a living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so he jumps in this bath, fully clothed, fully dressed, and I guess they have Superman sex in this bath, but you got to get his drenched clothes off. And then there's that weird shot that's straight after to, like, insinuate that there's something sexual going on yeah. of, like, the water, like, Overflowing, Overflowing. It's like, so Ooh. it's like it's like it's like the stand of the bath, and you just see the water dripping over, and you're just like, oh fuck off. <laughs> well, I laughed, I laughed out loud in the cinema, and I got like looks of like, you can't react, like what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of our movie. It was opening weekend. It was hilarious. Oh, like there was all the Superman and Batman fans there. Uh, Superman, not that interesting of a superhero. No. But let's continue. TV Guide says, morose, shockingly violent, yet strangely beautiful. Four out of four. Are they talking about you or the movie? Like <laughs> Nathan, you got to stop him with these. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I don't think. I, I yeah. think that's a good summation. Yeah, strangely beautiful. I put that on the DVD. Just like, yeah, <laughs> TV Guide calls it. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah that's yeah. good. That's good. Good work. Good job. Uh, Clint Morris from Movie Hole. <laughs> these names. Sorry, just letting that sink in. Movie Hole. Yeah. I know. Uh, so good, you'll squeal like a. Oh. So good, you'll squeal like a pig. Damn, three too out soon. of five. Too soon. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, that, nothing oh, more to say no. about that. Uh, Scott Weinberg of efilmcritic.com. Ouch. Full stop. Five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, man, I'd, I'd say ouch after this film. Sure. <laughs> after every film you and I watched, I'm just going to go, ouch. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh. It was a masterpiece. A ma- masterpiece. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan <laughs> thinks it's a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, that's my indicator. Delhi Sid D. Four stars. This has the best squeal like a pig scene of any movie, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking back of other f- movies where pigs squeal. And yeah. I'm, maybe Babe, I'm sure, lets out a squeal at some point. Like... <laughs> Oh, what's the like the babe voice when he goes la la la? <laughs> you know, he has the weird yeah. voice for a pig. It's like the voice of like a two year old. You like. know what I'm referencing though? And he's like, oh, he's trying to like make the sound of another animal, and he so he starts going la la la. Or maybe mer- memory is just serving me completely wrong. Oh no, but no, I feel no, like that happens at some point. Fuck, that's a weird oh. movie, isn't it? Oh, can we watch how old's Babe? Can we watch Babe again? How like, old it, is Babe? It must be. It must be. Mister Google. How old is Babe? Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'd love to watch. Can we watch that immediately <laughs> after this one? Just like... I feel like there should be, like, a sequel called Bay. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> just like... Because there, there is a sequel. Like, um, was it Pig in the City? Babe 2? Oh, no. I swear that's the, that's the thing that oh, exists. Oh, no. How... Babe, 1995. We can review Holy it. Holy shit. Yeah. There you go. Oh, boy. I've only seen it the once. I remember it being not that good. Dude, you're right. Babe, Pig in the City. We can review this as well. 1998. Holy shit. Because it was... Because like, George Miller, he directed the first one, didn't he? Or like, let's find out. He directed the first film. That's right. Oh my god! The director let's find of out. Mad Max directed a Babe movie. Like, seriously? Yeah. It wasn't directed by George. Oh Miller. no! It was produced by George Miller. Ah, okay. But it was also written by George Miller and Ooh. Chris Noonan, who was also the director. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, comparing it to the other pig movies, I think like. Well, I mean, there's Charlotte's Web. Uh. Oh, yeah. What other classics are there? I didn't like Charlotte's Web, to, to be honest with you. Like, I haven't seen Charlotte's Web. I'm a fan. 
Also, not a big fan of spiders, and it tries to make spiders nice, as evident from my canoeing story. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I like Piglet, though. Winnie the Pooh. Piglet's great. Oh, Piglet's... Piglet's... Winnie the Pooh, man. That's... Oh, That's that, awesome. that, that, that takes me back. Do you want to see Christopher Robin? Dude, I really want to see Christopher yeah. Robin. It's like... To me, it's it's a shame Disney is making Christopher Robin, because like, the premise of that movie just sounds awesome. Yeah. But you kind of wish Disney wasn't making it, so no, it wasn't it could go in a whole other direction. Like, no, right? Yeah. So it's like, Christopher Robin's like, kind of this washed up, is he a banker or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. And he's like, really not happy with his life, and he's like, this work, he's this, he's been working like you know his hours and stuff he doesn't have a good relationship with his daughter he hardly knows his daughter doesn't have a good relationship with his wife maybe he's a bit depressed you know and then Winnie the Pooh fucking comes back and all those characters come back and help him like through his like adult troubles in his adult life dude that sounds like an awesome freaking movie and still could like hit the heartstrings so I'm interested to see this film I thought they had Toy Story 3 it you know what I mean yeah because just to give up the toys and all that kind of stuff well I think I'm gonna like this movie regardless because I have that nostalgia bait like I have that welcome to Disney's entire strategy I like. know right but like I have yeah, they, yeah. they didn't get movie with Beauty and the Beast though I was like why the fuck does this get have to be remade is it because you can't you don't like Emma Watson singing like well not even it's not even that it's just a pointless remake like yeah. the changes aren't warranted no it's like they're like has been any of the Disney remakes that you've like, been like yes this was necessary like like Jungle Book Cinderella um Jungle Book's the only one maybe because Jungle Book itself, the old 60s film, yeah. it's not that great a film. It's got some great songs in it and some great moments, but yeah. it's overall you not that great. You should see the new Jungle Book just to watch Christopher Walken sing like a monkey. Like, that's amazing. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah Him dude. as King Louie is fantastic. I was fantastic. like, can we just get the whole song? Like, we yeah. got like that little snippet and I was like, they're like, what the fuck was with like this weird giant orangutan that was bigger than like yeah. bears and stuff that could crush like a, a temple? It's like the size of a building. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he just swings around. King Louie. Yeah. Great. Um, what were we talking I about? Can't really, I, I have no idea how we got. We're there. talking about oh, Christopher Robin pig movies, babe. Yeah, that's Squeal right. like a pig. There we go. <laughs> wow, the cycle continues. <laughs> Is that um, for, the, for the people? Or that's like, it. The, oh, the, the people have spoken. Haven't yeah. they spoken? Power to the people. Well done. So yeah, episode eighteen, dude, wrapped up in a neat little bow. Oh, let's push it down a river and see what happens. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah good, thanks thank you good for listening. times yeah as always thank you for listening uh you can always find us this, this show on on most uh uh audio services yeah. such as mostly three of them <laughs> yeah such as soundcloud um itunes and spotify as well you can uh, find we're, us not on, on spotify. we're not on spotify <laughs> but we well, are on youtube <laughs> that's gonna be an edit i think you can also no, find it too, just like <laughs> for fuck's sake you can also I find tried. it's like a whole thing to put a podcast on spotify like they're like they're currently still very selective about what podcast they let on because oh. like because oh. you know oh fuck that noise all my, all my, <laughs> yeah, all my android friends with the android phones are like oh we haven't got the apple podcast apps so i'm like oh okay they're like we, they've got spotify i'm like nah it's like a whole thing Maybe Sound- I, I hope we're on Spotify. Someday. SoundCloud, but there's always YouTube. You know, yeah. the- if, if SoundCloud and YouTube—they're both very accessible. You can exactly. Do yeah, you'll find us one way or the other. Otherwise, look out for our tweets. You know, at CMB yeah. Brenton and CMB Nathan. Yeah, just yeah. Have a listen and uh, contact us. Yeah, give you, us some yeah, suggestions. Write to of us. Films. We love it when people write oh, to us. I like, love get a it. Kick out of it. Yeah. I love it. We had that guy writing the other day, giving us some feedback on some of the early episodes, and like we got such. Oh, a it's, out great. Of it. it's, yeah. it's great. It's it's great. Yeah, awesome. and I really appreciate it. It's you know. 
Uh, so as always, thank you for the support, and we will see you for episode one nine. All right, buddy. Let's just start canoeing away. <laughs> oh, let's go. Let's get back on the river and get down to the bottom quick. Oi, Brandon. She. I, I finally worked out how to put in these headphones. I, I started listening to your podcast. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? <laughs> I don't know what a movie is, but gosh darn, am I going to start watching one? <laughs> you reckon I'm going to like this one called Deliverance? I think it will be your man. Masterpiece. I hope it inspires me to do something quite silly. <laughs> Mortar. <laughs> Bye, guys.